In Southeast Agnet's Ag and Review for the week ending May 27th, labor continues to be a major issue for many specialty crop growers, not only here in the Southeast, but across the country. Last month, Ag leaders were in Washington, D.C. to discuss the topic, and one of those participating was American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duval. He highlighted the need for enhanced coordination to eliminate processing delays within the federal H-2A program. Our farmers are more and more dependent on H-2A agricultural visa labor. And today it fills a big gap in that area, but we found out it is far from being perfect. Uh, we're hearing from several of our farmers across the nation of our farm bureaus, and we had over 20 states to respond to say they were experiencing problems. They're experiencing paperwork delays. Uh, the backlog is about 30 days now in the, uh, in the processing of H-2A applications both with the Department of Labor and the United States Citizen and Immigration Service. DOL is supposed to be responding to our farmers before the crews are needed, and they are not doing that in a lot of cases. Crops are uh, not going to wait on the, the laborers to get there. Crops will continue to mature and rot in the field if we don't get something done and done quickly. In fact, DOL is required by law to approve the application 30 days prior to what a farmer needs that those workers, and that deadline is routinely being missed. And we want to make sure that we try to do everything we can do to, to assist them to correct that problem. And Duvall said they understand the H-2A system needs to be brought into the 21st century. The DOL and USCIS both rely on corrections being made by mail and not electronically. And I'm not sure that very many anything does that anymore anywhere in our country and probably around the world. In other news, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association is concerned with the volatility in the cattle futures market. And NCBA Senior Vice President of Government Affairs, Colin Woodall, says we've been seeing some serious downward pressure on the marketplace. In fact, we think it's just getting ugly with what we have seen compared to a year ago with how bad prices are. only problem with a lot of those moves is nothing in the fundamentals is driving it, and that concerns us. We need to make sure that the futures market actually works as it should, which is a true risk management tool. In order to do that, you need a level playing field where both the speculators and the producers can have equal access to executing a trade. Right now, that's not the case because the automated traders are making things move way too fast. And because of that, it's hard for producers to actually get in and take advantage of what is a tool that should be theirs for the using. What all says, NCBA has a working group put in place with the CME group to find ways to address it. We are looking at several different issues to try to address this. One of the things was putting in place a messaging policy, which basically just limits the number of trades that can be done by any one firm a day in order to try to slow the market down. That has been in place since February, and that is working, but we still have other things that we need to do. So even though we don't have a uh, firm decision yet on what that next step is going to be, we have several things that we are uh, hoping to implement here before the uh, summer starts. In other news, Tyron Spearman has a story concerning progress in food allergy research. The National Peanut Board has been involved with the Food Allergy Research and Education National Convention called FAIR. FAIR estimates that the 15 million Americans now suffer from food allergies with an average of 1 in 13 children affected. But the head of FAIR said that there is significant progress being made in the food allergy front. He said looking around at all the attendees at this convention, you really get the overwhelming sense of hope. It's all positive. Food allergies have increased across the country, but there are a lot of advances being made in research. When the peanut farmers are actively contributing to find a solution, that according to Mr. Treadway, a fair. Uh, through funding for the National Peanut Board, 
Peanut farmers have allocated $10 million in food allergy research, education, and outreach. I'm Tyron Spearman for Southeast AgNet. With this week's Georgia Grown Moment, here's Nathan Wilson. For this week's Georgia Grown Moment, we head to the grill to learn more about keeping our Memorial Day burgers tasty and safe. Bailey Beach and Sidney Brogdon of the Food Safety Division at the Department of Agriculture provide us with food preparation tips to ensure that our holiday cookouts remain healthy and non-toxic. A Georgia Grown favorite for the grill this Memorial Day is burgers. Before beginning, make sure your hands, utensils, and surfaces are clean. Set your grill on medium to high to allow it to reach 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Before taking your burgers off the grill, make sure you have an internal temperature of 160 degrees Fahrenheit. You can check this using a food thermometer. If you are using a cooler, make sure to keep it filled with ice or frozen gel packs and keep cold food at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Also, do not leave food out for more than two hours. After two hours, put any leftover food in the fridge. Don't forget, while you're out shopping for your Memorial Day cookout, keep Georgia Grown on your mind. For more information on keeping your food safe, visit the Food Safety Division at www.agr.georgia.gov. This is Nathan Wilson reminding you that if it's not local, it's not Georgia Grown. Kathy Isom tells us about a new emoji that may soon be available for your smartphone or tablet. Move over, princess and dancers. A female farmer emoji may be coming to a smartphone or tablet keyboard soon. An emoji is a small digital image or icon used to express an idea or emotion in electronic communication, such as a text message or email. Special emoji keyboards filled with the animated characters and objects and symbols can be downloaded from an app right to your phone or tablet. Many users communicate often with pictures or symbols. A new set of female emojis, including farmers, chefs, and scientists, has been proposed by a group of Google employees in an effort to promote workplace gender equality. Thirteen new designs were presented to the Unicode Consortium recently with the hope that they'll be approved by the end of the year. According to the Google workers, women under 30 are the most frequent emoji users by far. However, they are severely underrepresented. The idea of the female farmer emoji emoji is already getting plenty of thumbs up from the public, and for good reason. Women play an integral part in the operations of farms all over the world. Between 1978 and 2007, the share of farms operated by women nearly tripled in the U.S. The Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations states that 43% of the ag labor force in developing countries is comprised of women. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. And to wrap up this week's podcast, Everett Grinder talks about America's favorite crops. I consider it a bad week when I don't learn something new about uh, U.S. agriculture or the food industry. Here's a couple of things I just discovered. Our biggest vegetable crop, potatoes, over a million acres annually. What's our most popular fruit in America? Apples? No, bananas. Apples are second. We grow more apples than bananas. 322,000 acres of apple trees. Here's another surprise. Over half the food crop grown in America are genetically modified. Now, this is to assure that we'll have bigger crops, healthier crops, and better tasting food than the original. Well, I'll agree with the bigger and healthier, but I question the better tasting. Corn is our largest crop in America. Soybeans are second. So there you are now. If you didn't know before, you do now. And that's Ag Review for today. Everett Griner, Southeast Agnet. Those reports and more from this past week can be found on our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.